It's the Mike Calvary Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. The phone number is Dominic Ferriello. will be here in the 8 o'clock hour to take your legal calls. Uh, we'll line you up then to talk to him, whether you've got a legal issue. Spanish, please remember, I know you reminded me last week, but I forgot. Get i got to give Dom my ticket. You got it. Uh, also, if you've got a ticket, I never... I'm telling you right now, I've been to ticket court. I would never pay a ticket right out of the gate. I'd always have a lawyer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even if you have to pay the fine, getting the points off will save you money in the long run on the insurance. And then uh, Dom's also doing the stuff with the veterans, right? Yeah. Where he's helping out all the veterans. I forget exactly what the deal was. Yeah, he'll talk about that when he comes in. Yeah. Uh, Because, and I don't, and that's. Used to be just for the month. Now I think because they have the lawyers, they do it all the time now. So, all right, it is time to check in with Galvin. That is you. Galvin. That is me. Are you prepared? For I am prepared. News? And let's do today's news. All right. And now news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Pelt's has shoes for the whole family, six locations throughout Tampa Bay. Just go to peltshoes.com. When are we doing that? I want to go there. You want to go? I there need shoes. There's one I right over triple, there in Clearwater. Triple E wides. Yeah, they can get you. They can get you. Spanish, go get me some shoes. All right, cool, cool shoes instead Ooh. of your prescription ones. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm wearing uh, Adidas Ultra Boosts, yeah. which I love for like the first month that you have them. And I have all white ones, so I think the point is you get all white ones and then wear them till you now have all black ones. <laughs> yeah. They are so incredibly dirty; they get dirty so quick. You ever wash your shoes? Well, uh, I asked my wife. My son said he washed his, uh-huh. and he stuffs them with socks so that keeps the shape. And but his look dirty too. Uh, the other thing you can do is toothbrush. Do oh. a toothbrush and clean. Or my wife or had somebody. a good suggestion. Just buy a new pair of shoes. Eh, there you go. <laughs> go to Pelts. Yeah, yeah. they'll t- take care of you. A uh, 27-year-old man who allegedly espoused uh, white supremacy ideology online was arrested by the FBI and accused of plotting to bomb a synagogue in Colorado. Richard Holzler uh, had brought a knife and a mask to a motel room and was exa- examining inert pipe bombs prepared okay. uh, by undercover agents moments before he was arrested late Friday, according to a criminal complaint. Holzer is charged with attempting to obstruct the free exercise of religious beliefs with the attempted use of explosives, a hate crime. In court documents, officials called him a domestic terrorist and described his alleged anti-Semitic ideology and desires for a racial holy war. Yeah, what about the, uh, the, the never take this into consideration, the people that stay in the room next to you in the hotel. Like what if you're what if you're just in, in town for the night and you stop at a Motel Six and you get a room they left the light on for you and you just want to go to sleep and this idiot's over there practicing pipe bombs blows a hole through the wall and sets your room on fire and you're like I just wanted to, I just needed a nap yeah and you know? I guess he didn't realize that the uh, people he was trying to get the pipe bombs from were uh, FBI agents yeah, <laughs> yeah, well. I gotta tell you. yeah dummy idiots uh, archaeologists think they have finally figured out who built Stonehenge over four thousand years ago what. Okay, now I've been to Stonehenge. Okay. And although it is kind of cool to see because just the landscape is beautiful and it's weird to just it's see this odd, formation yeah, of rocks. the middle of the uh, thing there. I also am not that impressed with it. Yeah? Like, I was there during the winter solstice, so people were, like, flocking from around the world, I think, waiting for something to happen. Yeah. But you think Nothing over 4,000 years ago... How are they doing that? How do they get that up there? How do they do that? You know, do they but, let you get close? You get pretty close, yeah. yeah. But my thing is, is that what 
it's not a pyramid. It's only, you know, 10 feet above your head. So I, I don't know, it's 20 people left on a rock or was it a bigger structure and that's what's left of it? Yeah. You know, I, I, I would love to know the secret. Uh, well, they figured it out. It was Garfield. No. <laughs> they recently unearthed more than 70,000 stone tools a mile east of it, and it may have been the first major settlement current day in current-day England. So that may have been like a town or something like that where the people lived, but Hello. they found all the tools. Welcome to Stonehenge. Yeah. yeah. Like that? They may have been like, hey, let's put up a wall around a thing, although that's not very big. What if, what if the people that came over here were from Greece? Uh, or Italy, and they were like, let's build a new Colosseum. And then they started, like, we don't have enough people. Leave it like this. Yeah. You know, and they were like, a, or, or. They were like, we made, we made it way too small. Right, right. We can only fit like three people in yeah. here. Or if if, the, if it's a mini golf version of a golf course. If they yeah. were like, let's build small Colosseum. That's a possibility, uh, too. I, listen, it is definitely mysterious, but I don't think it has anything to do with anything. Mm. I think they built something. They had some way of lifting stones. It's clear that they did because they built the pyramids. So, uh, you know, they built it for either a habitat reasons or something. And everybody's like, oh, it's a, has to do with the moon and the sun. Pyramids. And nothing's happening. Pyramids much more impressive. Oh, but pyramids, yeah. Yeah. Certainly uh, more impressive, bigger. And oh, is it aliens or is it like my son's doing pyramids in school right now? Uh-huh. And the whole idea was... That they mummified you and put you in there so that you can come back to life. And that's why they buried you with all your stuff and your pets and all that stuff. They just thought you were going to come back to life. Mm-hmm. Or or ancient alien shows you that they build them and then the sunlight would shine directly into the pyramid, reflect and shoot out. And that was a way that they had a power source. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. And then, then some people say aliens built the pyramids. And then there's a bunch of uh, drawings of guys with rocks on their back. Yeah. Right. You know, 800 people pushing a stone. Yeah, it looks yeah. like, but it also they have drawings where it looks like an astronaut. Oh, yeah. And yeah. a spaceship and all that stuff. I know. found this on uh, NPR.org. It says that scientists say that they have uh, have new discoveries out of the University of Sheffield, say the evidence that the massive stone structure was a burial ground and a monument to the dead. Right. There so, you go. So then Super creepy. Sonar the ground and see what's underneath it. So they, they I guess they did because that's how I started was uh, the search was does Stonehenge have an underground? And it says that Archaeologists have unveiled the most detailed map ever produced of the earth beneath Stonehenge and its surroundings. They combine different instruments to scan the area to a depth of three meters with unprecedented resolution. Yeah. What if they dig under there and they find a bunch of buried aliens? Dude. Oh, oh. that would be something. That'd be cool. That'd be That's wild. a movie. That's yeah. a movie right there. Trademark. And then the aliens <laughs> come back and they're like, you should have left our yeah. people buried. Yeah, because now you woke one up. Yeah. Oh. A, a buddy of mine just texted me and said, the coolest part about going to Stonehenge is saying you've been to Stonehenge. Yeah. And he's right, because you get there and you're like, wow. And then after five minutes, you're like, all right. But we went on a, uh, we took a bus there, because you have to go to the to a place, and then they bus you over to Stonehenge. And then it's, it's on like a viewing ground and a bunch of crap over there. And then but I, we got there, and they were like, uh, the rain is coming, so we're not going to go over there because you want to disrupt the bear. I was like, all right, I can see it's right there. Yeah. And then, then finally they let us off to go see it. I was, I was just driving by it, to be honest with you. <laughs> right. I just go, oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> you just want to show me a poster. Yeah. If yeah. I can't go over there like uh, Clark Griswold and push the rock around, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going. Uh, did anybody watch Monday Night Football last night? Oh, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Cowboys, Cowboys beat the Giants 37-18 to 18 on Monday Night Football. But the big thing was there was a black cat out on the field. Did you see that? I did. That's yeah. part of it as well. Uh, Kevin Harlan did a great play-by-play when the black cat ran out onto the field during the game last night. Here is a little bit of that. Check this out. Here we go on Bone TV. A black cat is running from the 20 to the near side, the 10. From the 39 in Dallas, here's a short throw down the middle, caught by Ingram. Caught at the 35, went to the 30. Now the cat running the other way, and so is Ingram at the 30 to the 25, to the 24-yard line. It's a catch run of 15. Now the cat is stopped at the 50. They've stopped playing. The players with hands on hips are watching the cat run and zigzag all over the field. Now he's at the 5. He's walking to the three. State troopers come on the field, and the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. And the cat is elusive, which now climbs up into the stands, and the fans are running for their line. Now it goes back on the field again and now runs goes, up the tunnel. I love that. Now it goes back on the field again. That poor cat was probably scared uh, out of his mind. Everybody's cheering for it. It must have been so loud. Hilarious. Surprised that doesn't happen more often. Yeah, serious. You know, different animals getting out that there. It happens like with birds and stuff. Those but especially like cats, birds. though. Think yeah. of all the yeah. feral cats or that are out there. Rats in New York, like Ooh. a ratty Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Ooh. no, thank you. Uh, you remember the uh, movie Cool Hand Luke? Yeah, of course. What do you uh, think first when you think Cool Hand Luke? Hard-boiled eggs. You better believe it. <laughs> a man in India bet his friend $30 that he couldn't eat 50 eggs. His friend died eating number 42 what? from overeating. Yeah, doctors ruled that the man's death was due to overeating, weighing uh, in at approximately six pounds, 50 eggs is significantly more volume than average human stomach can accommodate oh, wow. without discomfort. So yeah, I mean, you're six pounds, you go, oh, okay, I could eat six pounds of food, even though that's a lot. The displacement and it's pushing organs and oh. doing all kinds of stuff. So the guy died from you overeating. Think that's a painful death. You would know. You ate forty-two wontons. I guess yeah, sixty-two wontons. Oh, sixty-two. Yeah. Sorry, forty-two is the record. Yeah. In Spanish smashed it. And I gotta tell you, I didn't feel great, but I'm glad I didn't die. You didn't yeah. look great. Oh man, After, I did not feel well. When you guys were eating the last couple ones, you were just food drunk. Oh yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. And drunk, drunk. <laughs> and drunk, drunk. And I just, I'm pretty sure I just broke my ankle. Trying to slide down a fireman's pole yeah. and letting uh, go. Of good it. news for this guy, though, he didn't have to pay his friend. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Smart. Yeah, died. Well, Smart. it looks like him keeping the $30. Mm-hmm. Uh, police say a man was stabbed to death after an individual jumped the line for the re released Popeye's chicken sandwich. Police in uh, Oxon Hill, Maryland, were called to the location after receiving reports of a fight. Police found a man with multiple stab wounds outside the restaurant. Oh. He later died at a nearby hospital. I have no interest. In getting the chicken salad. Somebody no. brought it to you, though, like you said. Yeah. The other day. I mean, out of curiosity. But, like, on the way home yesterday, they were talking about it on the radio, so I was listening to it. And you know what I did? I really made me want one because they were like... Oh, it's so good and crispy and it's available. I was like, cool. I went straight to PDQ. I was yeah, like, come on. Good. It's funny because, you know, things, certain things get hyped up and you're like, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. And yeah. all these people that buy into that type of thing. How good can it be? But I will tell you, when we had the cronut from Gershies, that was, that pretty, was pretty good. good. Right? And that was that years was later. Yeah. So who knows? Years later, you may, you know, get a, somebody somewhere oh. bring you a Popeye's chicken sandwich and you go, I should have got it when he first came out. Now I see why people are getting stabbed. But that's the thing. I couldn't imagine being, I just couldn't imagine my last thoughts as I'm bleeding out on a floor is I just got stabbed over a chicken sandwich. 
Over chicken sandwich. Well, I'm just the the guy. Don't cut the line. Ugh, I'm going works. to jail now. Yeah. Because I just stabbed the guy over a chicken, chicken sandwich. sandwich. These people are crazy. A pregnant woman defended her home in Lithia, Florida with a legally owned semi-automatic rifle when two invaders broke in and began attacking her husband. The confrontation took place around 9 p.m. Wednesday, uh, about uh, 25 miles southeast of downtown Tampa. After the two men broke in and began beating her husband with their pistols, the woman, who is eight months pregnant, fired a shot from the family's AR-15 style rifle. Nice. Both intruders immediately fled, and uh, the one that had been wounded by the gunshot collapsed and died in a drainage ditch outside. Homeowners Jeremy King said he'd be dead if it wasn't for his fast-thinking wife. He said both the home invaders had pistols, and they fired one shot, saying, quote, them guys came in with normal pistols, and my AR stopped it. Uh, he said my wife evened the playing field and kept them from killing me. King suffered a fracture eye socket and a fractured sinus cavity and a concussion to go along with the uh, 20 stitches from the attack. The couple's 11-year-old daughter was also at the home during the confrontation. Jesus. Well, there you go. What do you need an AR-15 for? Yeah. That's the reason. Two guys with pistols. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that beats that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's pretty scary, man, but you gotta feel good if that's happening and you have that there and you're like, okay. Hell yeah. This is what it's for. I'm going to take you guys out. He can never complain about anything ever again no. because she will forever no. be like, remember that time I saved your life? Yeah. I have a 50 caliber Desert Eagle that I'm afraid to shoot. Ooh, <laughs> I shot that is it. That, it's a pistol? Yeah. Okay. I shot it, and it's loud, and it's your hands move, and it's just crazy to shoot. But the good thing is is that I'm pretty, I mean, I'm positive that if I'm in my bedroom with the door closed and I think somebody's outside, I could blow a hole through the wall. Easy, easy. story, yes. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, my, my, was my wife. I didn't even know. Uh, no. <laughs> as long as everybody's accounted for, yeah. I can then shoot through the wall. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Be careful. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, this is one of those one things. Or the refrigerator. I can shoot through the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, and serious. the wall as well. This is one of those uh, stories where you go, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what happens with that. A woman in Australia who had her eyeballs tattooed went temporarily blind for three weeks as a result. Ready? We have a picture of the yeah. kooky brought up there. Look, she <gasps> had blue done where all her, where her eyes are white. She had a uh, dark blue, and then you can see it kind of faded away there. But uh, she was blind for three weeks. Yeah. I well, mean, don't tattoo your eyes. Turning my face a little right? Bit. How do they do that? How do you stay still for that? I, I don't know. She's got tattoos all over her face. And stuff. Do they do they actually use a needle, or are they just dropping in ink, or how? They, either way, it's painful. But and, and I have to tell you, it looks kind of cool. Something in contact, I thought would be just fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, here's the other thing. It looks kind of cool, and she's making news whenever she does. But my problem is, what happens in two years when she's like, oh, I wish I didn't have these blue eyes. Right. You know, I, I, I want to go to the movies, and I'm blinding everybody in the movie. Yeah, also, uh, I wanted to become a teacher, but all right. those tattoos and on my face and blue eyes <laughs> probably are not going to get Can the job. Cover your tattoos? Well, yeah. not all of them, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Some, not my eyeballs. I don't know. When you look at her, she doesn't really seem like the teacher type. <laughs> <laughs> no. She can no. never change her mind, though. Yeah. Yeah. She could never decide to do something more normal in her life. Would you pay, if you were at a strip club and you were going to get a lap dance and this girl walked over yes. with her blue eyes, would you pay extra if she was like... Uh, not extra, but you I'd, wouldn't be, pay extra? I'd be more interested in her than I would be the average girl. Right, because she's wild. You yeah. Know? She's into all kind of crazy stuff. But, I might uh, pay a little extra. Uh, you know, have fun working at Hot Topic for the rest of your life, right. I guess. <laughs> 
Right. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, there's a company in Russia called Promobot that is uh, making robot clones of real people. They can make a robot that looks pretty much uh, a, a lot like anyone. And uh, the robots also have artificial intelligence system that allows them to talk and interact with you, too. The robots cost about twenty dollars to $50,000, depending on how detailed you want them. The company says it's already gotten a few orders. Uh, but before you spend your money through this, you got to know that these uh, robots, their faces and necks and torso can move. But they can't walk or anything like that. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, the people behind Promobot say that these uh, robots offer people, quote, digital immortality. Uh, we have some video of one of the uh, robots up here showing emotions. <laughs> There's angry. <laughs> ah, I'm angry. Uh, and then I think it's still it angry. Yeah, let's see what else it does. Wonder. Oh, I oh. wonder if Stonehenge was built by <laughs> aliens. It's pretty interesting, though. Uh, there's Fright. <laughs> Two guys with pistols came in. Get my wife at the air. Their face is pretty creepy. A lot of articulation. It's yeah. pretty good. I mean, let's get to the point. Let's see the lady's mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lady's mouth. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. That's Japanese Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's <laughs> Elon Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and yeah. what do these things do? Uh, it's they, they're artificial intelligence, so they move their face and their torso and stuff. They can't walk, but they'll be able to talk to you and do stuff like a, like an Alexa, basically. What's the scariest uh, AI movie? Scariest AI movie in terms of them taking over yeah, or, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, to me, it's it's iRobot. Yeah? I, yeah. iRobot, he, the robot's in here, yeah. When he with, smashes the table. No, but just the one that, that's in the house. The sentient one? With the old lady when she's yeah. like, I'm going to go for a walk. And he goes, it is advised to stay inside. And she's mm. like, well, I'm going to go outside. And he's like, stay inside. And you're like, Ugh. Okay, or oh, the one that answers the phone while the hot chick's in the shower. And oh, he looks yeah. at it and he hangs up, and she's like, did I get a phone call? He goes, it was a wrong number. Uh, oh, I don't need robots making decisions for me. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that's, I mean, that's what's next. I mean, we joke about it, but now they have this this company just clones people and makes right. them robots. Come on, yeah. what are we doing? And then they put your uh, DNA in the robot. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, it's over. a digital imprint for immortality. Yeah, mm. okay. By the way, you got to watch that Paul Rudd show on Netflix. Is it good? Uh, yeah, but it has to do with that stuff. It's not AI, but it's cloning stuff. And I like that stuff. Living with myself, so you kind of get what uh, it is. But, uh, yeah, it's, it was pretty good. I thought it was good. Uh, it was just a full season, so I'm assuming there's going to be more. They kind of left it open-ended where there could be more, so we'll see. Uh, a salon in London is offering the world's first silent haircut, where the person <laughs> cutting your hair won't make small talk with you at all. They'll just cut your hair, Why bother? come in, and go. Why bother what? I go to the, the barber and I want Kenny Suarez to talk to me about football and gossip about the neighbors. And some people RV. want that. Some people don't want that. Of course that. you do. There's some people that are just like, just come here. I want to yeah. go. You know? I need the whole experience. I need to leave there feeling like a man. Do you like your Uber driver to talk to you? I don't care. But they have the new feature that I use very much. Do you really? I do, yeah. It's I don't so mind funny. paying the extra couple bucks for silence. It's do you act- pay for silence? Yeah, because it's their comfort ride, and you can like you can pick whether you want it to be cold AC, but then the main thing is uh, you, can, they, you can tell them that, to not talk to you when you yeah, get in. Yeah, you have to pay for that? I mean, it's like $2 extra on the ride. All right, so here, I'm going to save you $2. You're the Uber driver. I get in. <laughs> ask me any question. Hey, Galvin, how you doing? I see on your uh, your thing here, you're like... Uh, no, ask, ask me a question. How's your day going? I don't answer questions. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And then I just stare straight ahead like an AI yeah. robot. Yeah. <laughs> 
I like to talk to people in the car, Shutting especially down. if I have a long ride. Uh, no. Yeah. I, had a, I had a conversation with my driver in New York when I was leaving Robert Kelly's house. He was so positive that the Democrats will win the election. And I kept saying, but who? Who do you think is going to beat Trump? I'm not even telling you who I'm voting for. I'm just curious to see who you... And we had this long conversation on the way back, and I enjoyed talking to him. You had a nice little chat with our uh, uh, van driver in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, those people's lives amaze me. Yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't pay extra to not talk to people. I'll talk to people. I like, pay extra to not, talk, especially actually, if I'm drunk. I charge them to talk to me. <laughs> For the most <laughs> yeah. part, though, I get it. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right. You know, and then you're either talking with the person you're with, or if you're alone, you just kind of on your phone. I, I guess maybe some, the majority of the times, maybe is if I've uh, if I'm like, especially if I'm. I'm going to Pipple Toddler, and I've already been drinking and yeah. or maybe smoking allegedly. Mm-hmm. When I get in the car and they start asking me stuff, I just feel like I don't. I don't want to talk to you. I, you know, I'm. I don't want to. Right, yeah. well, superstar wow. over there. Not yeah. superstar. Too not cool, superstar. Too cool. yeah. I just like don't, you know. Are you Spanish? It says don't talk to me. No, but yeah. it's a nice feature because it, it enables me to not have to be rude. Just to drive s- me to my destination, worker. In silence. Yes. <laughs> don't ask me about my sleeves, cut <laughs> By the way, I see you're back to no sleeves. Yeah, I did. Well, I only did it for the one day for Halloween. But that ends the streak. It's over. Which which streak? It's not no. summer of no sleeves. No, yes. once you put sleeves on, it's over. It's, it's over. endless. No, it was the costume. It doesn't count for a costume. You have to buy new shirts. That's <laughs> I how do. You know, <laughs> I do have to buy new shirts. Uh, a triathlete finished an Ironman race in Texas last week, but was disqualified because she carried her pet dog across the finish line. It's against the rules. Friends, family members, and spectators are not permitted to cross the finish line or enter the finish chute uh, with the regulations language doesn't explicitly state that animals are forbidden. They basically say that only athletes and staff can be in the secured finish line area to ensure participant safety. So here's a picture of her going across the finish line. She got disqualified. She came in eighth. If you don't know, a triathlete, this one was uh, swimming 1.2 miles, right. biking 56 miles, Oof. and then running a half marathon, 13.1 miles. She did all that, came in eighth place, got disqualified because of her cute little corgi. That is a cute that dog. Picked, uh, <laughs> like, so yeah. cute. I mean, I get it. Yeah. You can't make an exception. You're disqualified. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Yeah, she I mean, she's, she's a pro, so right. that, uh, you know, a top was 10 finish, money? whatever. Maybe. Well, you know, top ten anymore. may get it, yeah. But if you're disqualified, and you're not getting that money. Right. So and this could be this could have been such a feel good story, even though I know it probably sets a bad precedent because then other people will start doing it. Mm-hmm. But it could have been like a great thing for the triathlon. Like, oh look, we're you but know. also they could have probably just said, hey, listen, you can't do that. We're not going to disqualify you, but we're letting you know and put it in the story. Hey, she's not supposed to do that, so other people don't do it. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Uh, speaking of dogs, there are now more dogs in San Francisco than children. What? Wow. That's a lot of dogs, that's right? a lot of dogs. Well, it's a it, lot, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't give stats on how many of each, whatever, but uh, more dogs than are, there are kids. Including, like, stray dogs? Uh, maybe, yeah. I lived in Miami, and that was a huge problem with stray animals. A lot of stray dogs. Yeah, it, was, it was sad. They were everywhere. Um, so I'm wondering if that's what the big, the big count is. Do you follow uh, the dodo 
on any of the uh, social media. I don't, I don't on Twitter, so. I follow the Dodo on Twitter. They have really a lot of good animal stories, people saving you know dogs or this or that, whatever. But it's amazing to me, some of the people, there was a lady who was in like Bali and found a dog, and she was like, I had to help this. I was a little puppy, and it was adorable. And so she nursed it back and helped it and stuff. And she goes, and then I wound up just taking three months. I had to stay here in Bali until he, I'm like, oh, it must no. be nice. Take three oh, months. Yeah. You know, and then uh, she couldn't get it. You're not allowed to fly out of there with animals. So she had to have it, like, smuggled to a different area. Aww. And then they flew it out of there. Yeah. That's too much. There's a lot of stuff. That going too on. much for me. Uh, There is a 21-year-old guy named Jason Gonzalez who is a uh, college student at uh, Metropolitan State University in St. Paul, Minnesota. Earlier this year, he came up with an uh, interesting business. There are no Krispy Kreme locations in Minnesota, but people want the donuts. So every Saturday, he would drive four hours in his Ford Focus to a Krispy Kreme in Iowa to buy, yeah, to buy a hundred dozen donuts. Then he'd head back to Minnesota and sell them for 17 to $20 per box. Okay. That means he was making around $10 profit per box or about a thousand dollars per run. Uh, Word got out about Jason and the uh, Twin City, uh, Twin Cities Pioneer Press wrote an article about him last week. Right. Unfortunately, that news made it around to uh, Krispy Kreme, and they said, hey, you're not allowed to do that. The Why? Krispy Kreme corporate offices just called him and told him to cease and desist, saying that he was creating a, quote, liability for the company. I would say cease and suck it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm selling my donuts. But he's reselling them. So what? That's the problem. So what? I don't know. I mean. It's uh, his. Once he buys them, they're his possessions. Uh, there he's, he's driving them for four hours. Up on Bone TV. Yeah, so, you know, get a lawyer and say, hey, you, I'm doing it, whatever. Let's ask Tom what the... Uh, he's an entrepreneur. Whenever he comes in. And I totally take his side. Yeah. Oh, I'm on his side, too. I mean, if he's doing it, you know, and making money, yeah, totally fine. But uh, they may have a reason or a law that they're pointing to specifically. Once you buy the donuts, they're your problem. I mean, obviously, we'll ask Tom. But once you buy them, they become your property. Yeah, I would think so. So if you're taking them and giving them to people, why is that okay? Yeah, as opposed to selling them, if you're right? making profit the off it, is there something so what? there? But the liabilities in him selling them. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, he may just go, yeah, okay. Krispy Kreme, you're a bunch of yeah. frauds. Take me <laughs> you're a bunch of yeah. frauds. When the light's on, they're not fresh. They're freshly brought over from from wherever that location is over there in the hood. Florida Avenue. Yeah, thank you, Galvin. <laughs> yeah. That's... Is the one right by my house? Yeah, hood donuts. So I went there the other day. Oh, oh yeah, I'm not saying don't go there. It's, it's so good. It's go delicious. there. It's worth going to the hood. Mm. By the way, hood donuts is a great name for a donut shop. Right, forget all these mini donuts. I'm making hood donuts. Hood now. donuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you want? Donuts? <laughs> that's right. That's the name of my uh, hood donuts. And then that's and then you go through the drive thru and you get. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's it. What you want? Dozen donuts. That's twelve. All right. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. Uh, there is a 35-year-old guy. This guy may be up for Father of the Year. His name is Charles Jones. He lives in Merritt Island, Florida. And on Halloween, he took his 5-year-old daughter to a haunted house. Oh, no. And then left her there. Oh, my God. She was alone at the haunted house for at least two and a half hours. Why? before the Because he just left her there. The police finally tracked down Charles. He was arrested for child neglect. Wow. Just leaving your kid. Ah, she'll be fine in a haunted house or a casino or, you know, a gun range, wherever you want to keep her. Here's a uh, picture of uh, Charles up on Bone TV. There he is. Oh, well. I got to be honest with you. If I walk from the living room to the bedroom, 
and I can't hear everything, I freak out. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a five-year-old. First off, taking a five-year-old to a haunted house, mm-hmm. bad news. Secondly, leaving her there, terrible news. Like, what are you doing? What's so important that you, yeah. you probably had a booty call or something? Uh, strip club, went to a strip club. Yeah. Her life could have been so normal until, uh, yeah. Nope, not anymore. Uh, last August, Microsoft Japan decided to test what would happen if they had their employees work four days a week instead of five. So they let all 2,300 of their employees have Fridays off for the month. And the result was, what do you think? Well, they work 10-hour days. Good or bad? They worked the 10-hour days in the, uh, in the shift so that they would have, still have their 40 hours in. I, I would say probably good. It was a huge success. Wow. Was it really? Productivity went up 40%. So even though people were working less time, uh, did you read an article where it said that they were working the full hours? Or yeah, no? I read an article that said they were working four 10-hour days. And that part of the, uh, like, I, I like in my mind, I was like, how do you judge the success of this? Yeah, well, this says that they were working for less time. Uh, they oh. were getting more done. Uh, and that wasn't the only thing that was good for it uh, for Microsoft. People took 25% fewer vacation days than normal because they were already getting those Fridays off. Yeah. They printed uh, 59 fewer sheets of paper, and they used 23% less electricity. Microsoft Japan says they're planning to do the four-day work weeks again next summer and uh, maybe at some other times, too. Look, I, I think it's a great idea for companies that for that don't you know that don't need you for a certain amount of time they just need to have the the work done right if you can get it done in four days get it done yeah yeah as long as you're getting your work done yeah right doesn't really matter you have to be there all the time i don't know carmen we're gonna do six days for you Uh, oh yeah opposite gotta do it (laughs) uh matthew mcconaughey you know him he has officially joined instagram what is this now? Everybody's officially finally Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. yeah. She got a billion followers, I got, I whatever. Got pictures of my belly. Uh, he joined on his 50th birthday. The actor's first post is actually a video uh, talking about joining the social media site for the very first time. We have the uh, video up on Bone TV here. Oh, great. Matthew McConaughey. Here we go. When people come to my page, I want them to see, see me. Um, but this is my first venture. Cut out there. When people come to my page, I want them to see see me. Um, but this is my first venture into sharing myself and my views with the world, and I'm a little bit nervous about it um, because, quite frankly, I, I'm, I'm I'd like I know I want to have a monologue. I'm not sure I want to have the dialogue, <laughs> but I've learned that you got to have the dialogue yeah. too. Have the monologue just as you have to have a monologue. Oh, yeah. all right. We got it. You yeah. weirdo. Yeah. So there you go. You want some weird stuff from uh, Matthew McConaughey. You go to his Instagram. I'm going to yeah. follow him so I can feel worse about myself. Yeah. going to have dialogue with a You know who his like, best friend is? Who? Lance Armstrong. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So are you still best friends? <laughs> like, what did you know? Were you an accomplice? Oh. I'll get the steroids. You take them. <sighs> mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you're fine with it. You're like, who cares? Uh, So did you think about what band may be getting back together and may implode before they even do it? Oasis. Oasis is a good guess, but no, not Oasis. Damn it. Uh, I thought I had it with Oasis. Who's the band that Sebastian Bach is in? Skid Skid Row. Good guess. No. Not the band. 
Is it a sing? The singer broke up with the band. The band. The singer broke up. The singer is part of it. The singer and the guitar player did not get along. Just like Guns N' Roses. Black Crows. Which is interesting because they're brothers. Yeah, the brothers. Uh, The Black Crows logo has been spotted on billboards in Wisconsin and New Jersey, teasing a potential reunion four years after their disbandment. The band's cartoon logo was spotted on digital billboards in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A fan also noticed the logo at the entrance to the Lincoln Tunnel in New Jersey. Uh The Black Crows Facebook page was updated about a week ago with the same logo. There you go, the two crows up there. The Black Crows, led by uh, brothers Chris and Rich Robinson, broke up in 2015 after a disagreement between them. That is, Oh, they were constantly (laughs) fighting. Been going on for quite some time. What what was his name? The Magpie? Magpie Salute? Yeah. Yeah, which they was were good, really good. Yeah, they performed in the studio with us. That was uh, um, Rich Robinson, right. right? I don't remember what song they did, but but now you need um, really. Chris Robinson to sing, and Rich Robinson to play guitar for, right. to, for it to work. Uh, this is them live in studio. In our show? Yeah. Let's hear this. Huh? Let's listen to a little of this. Because remember, the singer was standing back there, like about five feet away from the mic, and it sounded great. Dogs, yeah, oh yeah, they were great. Yeah, the yeah. winery dogs were here. Yeah. I mean, we had some good bands perform, and, I, and every time Red Wanting Blue comes in, I'm like, how are they not more? Yeah, famous? yeah. Oh. Uh, we just uh, recently had these guys in, uh, Warren Brothers. I'd say a lot of records, but a sure said a lot. Yeah, said absolutely in tune, not, not absolutely in tune. It's okay. show at the one night stand was packed oh yeah that was like the big success of the good writers thing or whatever that was yeah they were fun uh the browns cut safety Jer- uh jermaine whitehead yesterday because he was threatening to kill browns fans yeah he was also calling them uh, racial slurs on twitter apparently he was mad that they were criticizing his efforts we have some of the uh tweets up on uh, bone tv there he is not too happy about it. One guy says that he would kick his ass, and he actually gave out his address. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he's like, F football, come on over. He goes, I'll kill you. He went after <laughs> a reporter, calling him a cracker. Yeah. He, he went insane. Wow. Not good. Man. Uh, this seems weird to me and seems very wrong. So BuzzFeed has a running poll 
going of uh, 15 couples, like celebrity couples. So you can uh, check your answer against these here or whatever. But they have who are the most popular, most famous celebrity couples. Who would you say some of them are? J-Lo uh, and A-Rod. J-Lo and A-Rod, number one. Really? Yeah. Jay-Z and Beyonce. That's what I thought would be Jay-Z and Beyonce, not even on the list. What? what? That's what? That's why I think this is crazy. Also, they have number two is Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Number eight, or I'm sorry, number seven, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Oh, well, get out of here. Yeah, no, so this must be like a trending thing because you got to think about this. So Jay-Z and Beyonce, like all their cheating scandal and stuff happened years ago. They've been married for years. Kanye and Kim have been married for years. All right, so you mean like currently. But right. it says so, most famous celebrity yeah. couples. Right. But I'm just saying because Sophie and the and Joe just Jonas, got married. they just got married. J-Lo and A-Rod, they just got engaged. Like So it's more current and more trending. All right, what well, about then the other Jonas? Yeah, then Chopra. Chopra. Explain this to me. Number three, and you may go, oh yeah, we totally know. I don't know either one of these people. Lily Reinhart and Cole Sprouse. Cole that, Sprouse, yeah, that's the twin yeah, from, from Sweet Big Daddy. Daddy. And Sweet Life and Zach and Cody. Okay. So, yeah. And, and who is she? And Riverdale. So, but then this blows your theory because John Legend and Chrissy Teigen are number uh, four. Well, but yeah. they're, pretty, they're pretty uh, popular still. He just got drunk. And was yeah, right. Like, they're always active on social. Bill and Hillary Clinton are number five. All well, yeah, they're killing people. All right. All right. Shawn Ooh. Mendes and Camila Cabello are number they're six. They're not. She's a beard. Oh, yeah, no, right? you he's, stop it. No, he's, he's very gay. Yeah. He's not. He's, he's so gay. That's he's a nice beard. Gay. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice beard. Just 100%. saying. Uh, Kimmy Kanye, number seven. Number eight are uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Meh. Number nine, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. Ooh. Uh, ten is Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Uh, Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Gwen Stefani and Big that? Blake Shelton. Uh, Nick Jonas and uh, Chopra Girl yeah. are number 13. It was Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Blake Lively kids better be gorgeous. Oh, oh they, they have to be. 100%. Yeah. Either gorgeous or so ugly that it's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just look at it and go, ah! Oh, that's Man. terrible. Uh, I finally saw that deep fake that you were talking about with, with Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It really it crazy? is. There is no... There is no way in the world we're ever going to be able to prove anything nope. to anybody. Spanish anymore. and I were talking about that earlier. Uh, there was a story about a nine-year-old girl who helped her friend who was being attacked by a crocodile, and she ripped the eyes out. And I go, okay, well, show me video. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what the nine-year-old's telling yeah. you. I said, you have to have video. But then I said, even if you have video, I still don't believe it because yeah. you have deep fakes and stuff. Uh, rounding out the list is uh, Camila Mendez and Charles Melton. Who is... Okay. I don't know. And then number 15, Carmen... Justin Bieber and Haley. Yeah, Bieber. which Haley I'm surprised Bieber. they're not more because their wedding just happened, even mm. though they've been married for, like, almost a year. But if you're asking me more famous, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are way totally. more famous than you a lot think? of these people on there. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows who they are. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know who that uh, uh, Cole Sprouse kid was. I mean, uh, I know who he is now whenever you say who he is, but I didn't know that was his name. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you want to go to BuzzFeed and vote, go ahead and <laughs> do whatever you want. Can't wait to get out, get out there. Speaking of celebrities, uh, this is, if you saw a big celebrity out at a restaurant with their friends or family, would you go over and interrupt them? Or would you hang back and respect their privacy? Who is it? Uh, it's a big celebrity. It's somebody that you would really love to meet. I'm going to give you, I no. mean, not, not. Uh, I'm not going. Travolta? Ooh. Yeah, say it's Travolta. No. Tom Hanks. Travolta, though, he's out at a restaurant, 
with his uh, some friends, whatever. They're not eating though. They're like done Are with they their sitting meal. Sitting at a table. They're sitting at a table and just hanging no, out. No, you not. don't. I want to really bad, but I wouldn't. Okay. I, Spanish and- Ryan Reynolds. He's eating ice cream. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I stand next to him with my ice cream and I go, "What flavor you got?" Yeah. If they're at a bar. <laughs> what if it's ice cream cones? You want to touch them together? <laughs> yeah, dude, I do, do the swirl? I do. You look at you look uh-huh. at them while you lick yours. Uh-huh. If they're at a bar, standing uh-huh. or going out of the restaurant, I would. Um, Bob Saget. We had just had Bob Saget on the show, right? Then, like a week later, I was in L.A. and I went to Dantana's, which is a restaurant, an Italian restaurant there. Which is so funny because his name on Full House was Danny Tanner. Uh-huh. Very close. Uh, Lisa Kudrow. Was leaving mm-hmm. as I was getting there, and then waiting for his car at the valet was Bob Saget, and I wanted to say hello to him. He was talking to another, uh, the other guy, the guy that was the booker for the Tonight Show, Bob, the other Bob. Anyway, um, I wanted to say hello to Saget because we just had him on and it went really well, but I didn't want to be a pain in the ass. My brother was like, I, "You have to. You just had him on. It went great." So my brother did kind of like the introduction. He went over and kind of. Interrupted him and and I said, uh, "Hey, I'm." I said, "I'm sorry to bother you, cowhead." I did, and he lost his mind. It was like, oh, it was like, oh, he tells you, like, this is one of the best interviews I've ever done. So it was worth it, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and then from then on, we've had a relationship with Saget. Didn't you uh, run into George Takei out there? Same yeah, yeah, spot, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. No, not the same spot. Oh. That was at the Groves. Um, but yeah, sometimes it work. It works out. Uh, but we he was the valet. But if I walked in and he was sitting at a table, I would have never, I would have never bothered him. Uh, one of the funniest was when we were down for the uh, Super Bowl in Miami, and we had Sandler on, and uh, Kevin James, yeah. and Rob Schneider, and all those guys. Spade was there too, and he was at the table next to us. And I'm such a David Spade fan. Everyone's trying to get his attention and stuff, and I yelled Spudley because that's what Dennis Miller would always call him. And he literally turned around and frowned at me. He was like, he goes, mm. like. Uh, I saw Donovan Smith. He was in International Mall, and we're literally in the the Claire's store. After we had him on, or before? after we had him on, we're in the Claire's store with my daughter, and he's in there. I'm assuming it was his girlfriend and a couple other people, and he's like right next to me. His Spanish was, and I wanted to say something, but I was afraid that he wouldn't remember me at all, and I didn't want to take the chance of oh, big it deal. being be like, like hey. super awkward. Even though I like I had like set up the interview and talked to him a couple of times, I just thought it was gonna be weird. I'm like, oh man, I'm, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who knows me. So I know I never want to go, hey, what's up, man? No. But I had a couple of times, like, I see Stamkos now, and he walks by and he says hi. He comes over and shakes my hand. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. But um, I would never, like, I don't know. I don't always assume nobody knows, so I'm never, I'm like you. I don't want to say anything. Yeah, and then he looked right at me, and it's clearly he did not remember me. (laughs) He might have recognized you, but didn't know where. I feel like I made the right choice. (laughs) Uh, 22% of people said that they would uh, walk right up to them and say hi and ask for a selfie. 57% 57% said they'd just let them eat in peace if they were at a restaurant and eating. Uh, the twenty, the other 21% would play it by ear, kind of see what was going on. Mm-hmm. People in their 20s and 30s, early 30s, were much more likely to say that they would interrupt because they're rude. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and people out uh, west were more likely to say that they'd leave them alone, maybe because people in L.A. are used to seeing celebrities around town. So, so I would... At the same time, uh, and I don't consider myself a celebrity like this, but what I'm saying is if sometimes people see me in a restaurant and and then they email me and they go, I saw you, but I didn't want to say hi and bother you, and I always go, it will never, I'm being honest, it will never bother me. Right. Never bother me. I'm I'm just as happy to know that you're listening and out there than you are to see me in the restaurant. What if you're not in a good mood 
you're on a cruise and somebody comes up and grabs your shoulders from your front. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Oh, that poor guy. Remember that? Tries yeah. to choke you out. Yeah. No, no. This was the uh, uh, what's his name, the DJ guy that oh, did that too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got I've gotten on Twitter before when someone said, "Hey, how was Tijuana Flats?" And I was just at Tijuana Flats. Yeah. To me, that's super creepy. You think right. that's creepy? The I'd people, rather you just come up and say, hey, what's up, man? People have sent him pictures of me out, and then he'll text me the pictures and be like, "I have eyes everywhere." Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, just like just say hello. Like I don't care. Uh, finally, in news, a new survey asked people if they ever stay up later than they want just to binge watch stuff on TV. Oh, yeah. Of oh, course, yeah. 88% of us do it. That includes 95% of people between 18 to 45. Here are the top four things that people watch whenever they're uh, staying up late. Streaming TV shows or movies, that's number one. Uh, reading, 71% of women and 61% of men have lost sleep because they couldn't put a book down. Really? Show me that book. That's that good. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, watching sports, of course. Uh, I've had that happen so many times where it's uh, Thursday night football and it's the Steelers or Sunday night. And I'm like, Going come on. on you guys all are, night. Yeah, you guys are uh, killing me. It's the worst sports. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just under 16% of us sometimes choose sports over sleep. 75% of men and 45% of women uh, playing video games. That's a big Maybe one. Maybe you're online. Yeah. You're playing 59% of men and 42% of women do it. People under 35 are almost twice as likely to do it than people that are older than that. Uh, so how do you feel when you wake up groggy the next morning? 24% of people in the survey also said that they usually feel frustrated with themselves when they pri- prioritize entertainment over sleep. Nothing's worse than staying up to watch the rest of the hockey game. And then they lose. Oh, and you're like, yeah. well, that was a waste. There was a comedian. I forget who it was, but he was talking about that staying up late. And he goes, like, I really needed to see the Growing Pains Marathon. He yeah. goes, I know what happens at all. He goes, but I just stay up late and do that. Uh, that is it for news. All right. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. You'll need those numbers if you would like to speak to Dominic Ferriello. He will be here shortly. Now, Galvin, there is an update on the Krispy Kreme story, I guess the guy was on the Today Show today. Josh, what's up? Actually, it's Jeff. Good morning, guys. Sorry. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how are you? Hey, I was watching Fox 13 this morning. They had the Krispy Kreme story on. They said that Krispy Kremes had offered him a franchise. So you guys might want to check into that a little bit more. Yeah, I guess I guess there's been an update on the story because Krispy Kreme is probably realizing that they, they can't stop the guy from selling donuts. So to try and be the good guys, they offered to, get to sell the guy a franchise that would be closer to where he goes, which is pretty great. It would be great if the guy actually bought it and turned it into some. AJ, good morning. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good what's morning. Up? How you doing? Uh, I was, good, man, good. I was just calling to uh, comment on the third most popular couple or whatever was Cole Sprouse, and you guys tried to explain to Galvin right. who that was through his Disney Channel stuff. But later, Galvin was mentioning the Adam Sandler, David Spade stuff, so I figured it'd be a little more relatable. I said Big Daddy. That, uh, yeah, he said Big Daddy. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Shut up. Leave the show to us. Come on. We got uh, it. Krispy Kreme has reversed course after initially telling the uh, college student he couldn't resell the donuts, blah, 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 saying that he may continue his business as an independent operator. Uh, Krispy Kreme also said it will donate 500 dozen donuts to his business. Yeah, see? So they you're not offering him a franchise. Too, they were going to get too much heat. Oh, yeah. Saying uh, you couldn't sell the donuts because he damn well he can. Yep. Right. Uh-huh. There you go. There you go. Reversed it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. 
click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.